Hey everyone, I'm Amanda. And I'm Allie. And we are glad you have joined us today. Our podcast is a platform for women to share their stories. We have a different woman share a story on the first of every month. Sometimes we laugh, sometimes we cry, but in the end, it's always encouraging. Be sure to hit subscribe so you'll be alerted when we have another podcast up. We would love to connect with you on Facebook, Instagram, or our website, livingoutloud.today. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you'll enjoy the show. Now it's time to get to know our next guest. Wow, what a crazy summer. It is September already. I cannot believe it. It's been a crazy last few months. But good. Good crazy. Good. Good and bad. Yeah. Good and and sad. Good and sad. So we will talk about that a little later. But first, I think we should share our new favorite things. Last time I shared one of my favorite things, and it was a Dollar General store find. It was Uh that birthday cake gum, the gourmet Mm -hmm. gum, Mm -hmm. and I'm still loving that, but I have a new favorite. It's not from the dollar store. I wish it was, but do you remember, okay, on Mother's Day, I was just thinking, okay, what are some things, they're going to get me something anyway. They don't have to get me anything, but they're going to get me something, so I was thinking about things that were practical, some stuff I needed, and I was in CVS, yeah, and I was walking down the aisle for something else, and I saw something that I had seen on TV two years ago. It was like on one of those, what is it called? Uh, those little commercials, but they're like infomercials? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was something I thought was so cool looking, but it was way more than I would ever think about paying. And, and normally, I'd be like, yeah, that's too much. But it has been on my mind for the last two years. Yeah. It's called Flawless. The Flawless. razor. And you can like shave without water. That, I just don't understand how that works. That's awesome. It's pretty too. It's like per, like like a pearl looking thing, but it's got like little lights. and. But I thought I'm never getting that because it's yeah. just too much money. Um, I think it's like $59. But I saw it right before Mother's Day, and it was on the aisle, and I thought, this is my chance. This is my time. (laughs) This is my chance. (laughs) So I told Lance, and he's like, get it. Yeah. Which was really sweet. And I'm telling you, I absolutely love it. So do you not get razor burn? No. No. It's awesome. Wow. I I can't visualize that. I need to Google. It's like you charge it. Flawless. Flawless. Yeah, you charge it. Does it collect the hair? Yes. Like, and then you just empty it out. Like, yes. In it's got okay, like a little sense. brush yeah. that you would like brush the hair out. Yeah. It's really cool because I mean, obviously you're gonna shave the normal way. Yeah. But sometimes you don't have time and you right. forget and you're like, whoa, I need to shave. Right. Um, but you, you don't, don't really want to jump in the bath, right, or, or the shower. Um. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I cool. totally recommend it. Okay, well, let me tell you about my find, because my find is a razor, too, and it's a dollar store find. Oh. So, it is, it's like your dollar store find with the gum, but it's a razor, and it is a six-blade razor. Have you heard of a six-blade razor? I mean, every time I go to Walmart, I think the most I've seen is like a five-blade, four-blade, five-blade, but this has six blades, and it comes in a pack of like... Three, 
They're not really disposable, but I don't know how long you can use one. And it's only five bucks. Wow. That's... So you could get each razor. Yeah. And it would be a win. Yeah. You could get your, you know, your fancy one that you got from others. Right. And then you could just have these disposable ones with six blades and just be like, what kind of day is it? Right. <laughs> That's awesome. So it's good. You love it. I do. You recommend I love it. it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do think that my razor that I have has six blades. I went back and looked at it. Yeah. But it's not from the dollar store. Not from the dollar store. It's probably like, what, eight to twelve dollars? Right. Something like that. Way more than that. Not five dollars for three of them. Yeah. Six blades. So that's good. So you, there you go, folks. You've got, did I just say folks? Folks. Yeah. 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 That's okay. (laughs) There you go. You've got an expensive uh, thing to choose from and a dollar general store. So exactly. That's awesome. Okay. We have to talk about the stare. (laughs) <laughs> the stare. Uh, okay, so we were on a little road trip, Allie and I, which was so good for us. We got a lot of work done, and it's always good to just be able to spend time with my mend. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't know what mend means, y'all know I'm a I'm a leader, and I make up my own words. And we kept saying when we would describe each other, friend, bestie ministry partner and that is just like too long to say so I came up no I came up with something that didn't was right. too, too long and it was you, just hard to say and you came up with men men which is perfect ministry friend yeah yeah so I love spending time with my men Allie and we were on our way back um back to Oxford and we had to stop and go to the restroom mm-hmm. and I passed up the exit that I usually stop at that I feel safe at. Um, it's a, just a good place. Got lots of food if I need it. Yeah. <laughs> um, a nice bathroom. Right. And so we had to just stop. So we stopped and it wasn't like our favorite place to stop, but we had to go. It felt a little weird. Yeah. The place that we stopped at. I mean, it was just full of just all men. Yeah. There were no women there. Right. And you can just kind of feel, you know, when you get out of the car and you're the only two women, it can just feel a little, right? you know, scary. Yeah, and, and we're out kinda, in the country. Yeah, I mean, there's just like kind of off the highway in the middle of the woods and it's like, boom, there's a gas station. There's all kinds of people there, but none of them are women. And I didn't feel totally unsafe, but I also was like, I just need to be on guard, right? right? And I think that that's smart. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Allie goes to the restroom first because I was looking for my keys. And I said, you go ahead. I'll be in in just a minute. So she went, and when I got into the store, she was she came out. Yeah. I went to the restroom. Yeah. And when I came out of the restroom, she was at just the counter checking out. And she had this, she was staring at another man. <laughs> and it was quite uncomfortable. <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop staring at him. <laughs> okay, so let me explain. So, I, I guess I came up with this theory a long time ago, and probably part of it is my theory, and part of it is what I've learned and heard. And I totally agree with that. I think it's the best theory ever, honestly. And so, when Amanda, when we get in the car, and I'm like, okay, so you saw me staring at that guy, and she was like, yeah, it's really uncomfortable. Like, why are you doing that? <laughs> I explained it to her, and she started to understand And so here's the thing, and I mean, we have women listen to this, so like they can relate. If you, like if you are somewhere in public and you feel threatened by somebody, 
the best thing that you could possibly do is to acknowledge that that person is there and be aware of your surroundings because it has been proven, and I'm not making this up, but it has been proven that attackers or people who are wanting to do something to somebody else are looking for a victim that doesn't know that they're even around because if somebody's digging in their purse, if someone's on the phone in a conversation and they don't really know what's going on around their surroundings, then the bet- most likely they're going to be successful at stealing, taking, whatever they're trying to do to mm-hmm. harm the person because it catches them off guard. Yeah. And so it's very, it's not very likely if somebody's going to attack someone that has already shown them, I see you. Like, I see you. <laughs> and so my theory, so I take that research and that knowledge that is confirmed is the truth, and I put my own theory to it, and I just stare them down. Now, but let me, let me yes, tell you. Yes, you do. <laughs> you sure do. You. It depends. So if it's, if it's a person that I feel threatened by, like truly threatened by, like they're onto me, they're looking at me, they're getting too close to me, then I will. I'll just blatantly just stare at them as hard as I can until they get uncomfortable. But that's not the theory for everybody. So if somebody's just around and I don't feel like they've actually threatened me, but like I just want them to know, like I see you, I know you're looking in this direction, like I just want you to know I see you that you're there, I'll just briefly like turn and look at them and then turn away. Like, don't stare them yeah. down. But if I feel threatened by them, I'll stare them down. Because think about it. Like, if you had to ever pick them out in the lineup, you know what they look like. Yes. And they know you know what they look like because you stared them down. Well, it makes total sense. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm <laughs> so much older than you. But, like, it, does the whole world know this and I don't? Because I'm the kind of person that, like, pretends that I don't see. I do not want to make con- eye contact. Because if that person looked back at me in my eyes, it would freak me out. I know. But you don't have to stare though. Just gaze at them and turn because it's like, hey, all you're saying to them is like, I see you and I know that you're there, but I don't care. You're really good at it. (laughs) But I need. I've had practice. Now I'm prepared. I've had practice. I'm prepared to be around you when you do that. But I was like, what the heck are you doing? But it can't be a flirty stare. Not that you'd want to flirt with. Yeah. But you can't crack a smile. What I mean by flirty is a smile. You have to give them a mean look. And it's not even a mean look. It's just like a blank stare. Okay. Like it's just kind of like. What you're trying to say to them without words is like, I see that you're right there. Right. And I see that if you're going to try to do anything, I know that you're up to something. Well, that's so good. Let me tell you what I used to do. Um, when my little, when my older boys, they're teenagers now, but when they were little, um, I just remember if we were by ourselves somewhere and we were like in a kind of scary looking place yeah. by ourselves, I would always like yell out, dad's, dad's right there. <laughs> And they're like, my boys are looking at me like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, yeah, dad will be here in just a second. Here he comes. I think that's brilliant. And I've done that before. I mean, I've done that if somebody's come to my front door and I feel like a little weird, like, and I'll just turn around and be like, hang on, babe, I'm coming. And he's not there, you know, but they don't know that. It's just the whole like. Letting the person know you're not alone. And it's the same concept in public with, like, the stare. Whether it's the stare down or just the look. Like, yeah, yeah. I see you. I know that you're around me. Yeah. Don't mess with me. But, yeah, you know, without having to say any of that. Right. Well, there you go, <laughs> folks. I can't say folks. <laughs> there you go, folks. So, um, yeah. There's um, advice from Allie and what to do when oh, you're in I that just, kind of situation. Yeah, yeah it's just... You, I don't know. I mean, we can't live in fear and we can't live in worry if something's going to happen. And there's a difference between 
living in fear and worry, yeah. but then also being responsible and being aware of your surroundings, Absolutely. especially when you have babies to protect and it's not just That's you. Right. So Absolutely. you have to that. find that balance. Yeah, you do. And so stare at them. That's right. Just stare. <laughs> Y'all let us know if you try it. Please send us a message. Because we want to hear. Know. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about your summer. Lots has happened. A lot has happened. Yeah. Um, I can't believe it's been great. over. So I've got to celebrate my husband. He has been in school for the last two years working on his counseling degree and he is done with his course load and he is starting his journey as a counselor and I could not be more proud of him. He has worked so hard. Long nights, long days. He has put in so much work and so much sacrifice for our family that I feel like a weight has just been lifted off of us and this new chapter of our life can start. And Yay. for him, like, I just can't wait to see him flourish in a career that he loves. I'm so excited. And is so y'all. good at. So it's been long. So I am so thankful for that. That has been a very long summer. He took double the load to get us where we are now. And so. Um, it's gonna he's done a great job. Lots yeah. of great things in store for the Bells. Yep. Okay, so, well, we, my son graduated. So yes. that was a big thing in May. Yes. Um, and so we've just been preparing for him uh, to go to his first year away. Um, to Impact 360 is where he is spending his first year, which is an amazing program. I think we talked about that on the podcast with Trudy Kathy. She's the founder of that. Um and we went on an Alaskan cruise, which was our last vacation, our last hurrah before he went away. And that was amazing. Yes. Just to go to Alaska. Yes. If you've been to Alaska, you know. Um, but if you haven't, we totally recommend it. The cruise is the way to go, I think. I mean. I would agree. Just because, you know, you get to go on the excursions. They take you where those certain places are. And it was just beautiful. And, um. And then I had a birthday, 44. I cannot believe that. I know. But listen, I have something to talk about. I have something to say about that. Yes. Um, so, you know, I went on that eating plan yes. for a f- like months, and I was very self-disciplined, and God totally let me see the self-discipline pay off, and I'm so thankful. I really wasn't doing it before my 44th birthday. I did not yeah. think about that at all, but when it yeah. came, I was like, I'm so thankful that I did that because I was not in a bad place. I just yeah. knew that I wasn't feeling like myself. Where and, you wanted to be. Yeah. And where I, who, who, I, where I, who I am and where I feel good, right? Yeah. So now I feel like Amanda again. And yeah. I'm so thankful, like, physically. And when I say that, it has really, honestly, it's not about being thin. It's not yeah. about being lo- looks. It really is, for me, feeling like having energy and yeah. feeling like myself yeah, because it makes a big difference. Just having that extra 15 pounds makes a huge difference. Um, and so happy about that. But guess what? My 44th birthday, um, totally just reminded me that no matter how great I felt, mm-hmm. I am still getting older. <laughs> yeah. You me tell you why we all are. Uh, no, like oh. l- l- this is like, this is kind of like, it's kind of, um, it's not tragic because okay. we've seen some tragedy this summer. Right. But, um, so you remember when I ordered Mary Kay for me for yes. eye, my eyes yes. and I was like, I need like a primer for yeah. my eyes yeah. because my eyeliner kept sticking to the top of right. my eyelid. Right. Is this right here your eyelid? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So, man, I'm thinking that's what that is. Yeah. But um, it had never done that before. I mean, sometimes it would smear, like, if it got oily, but that was not the problem. You remember me saying that? Yeah. And I could not figure it out. So, like, a month ago, I told my mom, and I was like, I just don't understand. I need to get some better, like, something, like a primer yeah. or something. And she was like, well, I wonder if um, your eyelids are falling a little bit. And I said, no, 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 because that's, like, weird, right? Right. right. No, I, that's actually normal, but I get what you're saying. No, no, like, it actually, this morning, that I woke happens. up, and it is. Look, look. It's falling And down. it may be because it hasn't. Maybe my eyes are puffy this morning, but, like, that is weird. I don't like it. Well, that happens. I know, because I've you're not the only one that has said that. That it, They call it something, like, where... Like, just as you, as we age, like, that part that of that bone of your eyelid yeah. you're talking about, like, kind of just starts to fall, like, a little bit. Right. Well, and, and look, there's nothing I can do about that. I cannot eat healthy for that. Like, no. I cannot eat well, healthy. Well, you can get a lift. I can't facelift. lose that, but I'm not. Like, I don't have the money for that. And if I did, I'm like, I've got kids in college, like, to right. pay for. There's, yeah. Like, I'm, I don't even know how much that is, but I would, I mean. That is not on my agenda. So that's not going to happen. Well, let me say, you can't tell. I know you can tell because you're applying your makeup. But, like, I when I look at you, I'm not like, oh, my gosh, her eyelids are drooping over her eyeballs. Like, yeah. I would never So think now that. I don't want you to stare at it and try to figure it out every time. <laughs> and I don't want my friends, if you're listening to this, be like, let me see if her I'm eyelids sure more are. people can look, relate. But I'm just being real. This is what this podcast is about. Look, you are going to grow and age with me. <laughs> and we're learning as you learn through your seasons. And so yeah. this is new for me because I feel young and I feel like I don't feel like I'm I don't know what 44 is. I feel like I'm like, you know, all the little things that people talk about getting older. I haven't felt any of that. Yeah. Like I feel good. Yeah. And then when I looked at my eye this morning, I was like, what the heck? That, that is not fun, but I can't do yeah. anything about it. So it's okay. Uh -huh. It's not the end of the world. It's just part of aging. It's just part of the process. Yeah, it is. Our sponsor for this podcast is our favorite coffee shop with the best coffee in town. Lost Dog Coffee, they are located in Taylor, which is only seven minutes from the square. Not only is it inviting, it's super cozy and it feels like you're having coffee in your friend's living room. The coffee equipment is unique and it's the only one like it in the whole state of Mississippi. Their hours are Wednesday through Sunday, 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. So grab a girlfriend and enjoy a wonderful cup of coffee. Well, you touched on this. Let's talk about... Um, you, you said we've experienced some tragedy, and we have. Mm -hmm. You know, we lost a dear friend of ours, and um, in a very tragic accident. And I mean, to be honest, it's taken a while to process, and there are still parts of it that I don't think we humanly will ever be able to process mm -hmm. and understand. But I think the biggest thing for us was being able to go to her funeral and see and be around her family, and um, our sweet friend Stephanie Payne. She was going to be the MC at our conference, and um, she uh, was in a vehicle accident, and um, Amanda and I were able to go to her funeral and in West Monroe, well, in Ruston, and let me just say that, well, first of all, after the funeral, I had, my family had called, and they're like, well, how was it? And then some of them would even say, well, I hate to even ask you that, because I know how it was, and I said, actually, you don't. Mm -hmm. Um I said it was one of the most amazing things I've ever been to. And mm -hmm. that is not really a response that you get after mm -hmm. a funeral, especially one where she was taken too soon and mm -hmm. was so tragic. But I don't know about you, 
But I left the, her funeral feeling like I had just left, like, a so, worship, yeah. like, revival or something. I was pumped. I mean, there was something stirring in me and still is of, like, wow. Like, yeah. what? Not only what an influence she was and God used her for, for his kingdom, but just how powerful her story and her life and how it was celebrated at the funeral yeah, was it was a celebration, and we were like, "Oh my goodness, a perfect we want people to celebrate at our funeral." Yeah, like we want it to be a celebration. Yeah, and you know, I said, "I want my, I want DC Talk playing." Yeah, <laughs> with the song "Time Is Ticking Away." I mean, right. that's funny, but I want people to laugh. But it it means something. I want it to be right. well, like intentional. And you know? that's the thing. Like, it you would think it's more practical to do something like that, um, with somebody that has lived a long life and it's like you can mm-hmm. celebrate that but it's really hard when somebody's life is taken that's right sh- you know sure and they had all of this stuff planned and so it's harder to celebrate that but her family did it yeah. like they did it perfectly mm-hmm. and because they did it and led so well in that everyone that attended the funeral followed in mm-hmm. and so that was a huge lesson for me is that like you can still have a celebration to something that still is so tragic. Yes. And was not supposed to happen. You know, like right. that. Yeah. Um, but God turned it good. And he still is. That's right. Yeah. We're going to, we miss our friend Stephanie. And we will miss her for a long time. But we'll see her again one day. Yeah. And her legacy will for sure live on in her family, um, her daughter, her husband, and all of the people that she touched. I mean, People are still coming up to us saying how she impacted them at the conference in 2018. And um, we're just, we are honored and humbled that God would let us be able to meet her and be friends with her the last year. Yeah. Just so thankful for that. Absolutely. Um, You know, it makes me think about kind of things that God's been teaching me and reminding me of lately. And he definitely used Stephanie's um, death and life to remind me of Philippians 3.10, where it says, my aim is to know him. And it just, you know, just a reminder, like, what are we aiming at in life? Um, Are we living a focused life, um, aiming at knowing God? And what does that look like? You know, for years, Saul of Taurus was aiming at a wrong target when he encountered Jesus Um, his focus changed. He even changed from Saul to Paul. And so it just makes me think about like, what is my aim? What am I aiming at? Um, Where is my focus? So I am aiming at the right thing. Um, And that the purpose is to, to know him. And, you know, one of the things I'm reminded about Stephanie's story is her big ministry was, if you only had 10 and a half weeks left to live, um, how would you live them? How would you love Jesus? How would you love people? How would you encourage people? I mean, she talked about a lot of things and that she talked about that a lot. And so it makes me just want to be more intentional, um, to live on purpose and how God wants us to live. And I think this is interesting. Um, we had a friend at her funeral, kind of tell us to go back and count the weeks from her last blog post on Mother's Day, which I 
think, if I'm not wrong, was the last time she shared on a blog about the 10 and a half weeks. Mm -hmm. And I counted that up, and it is exactly 10 weeks yeah. from the day, from that day to the day of her accident. And she went and stepped into eternity. Right. And so, you know, I don't know, like, that's just kind of... It's amazing. It's amazing. It's, 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 we are, our days are numbered. And yeah. she did fulfill her purpose, no matter how tragic it was, just right. like you said. Right. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, for me, God's been teaching me a lot, especially over the last couple of months. Well, even backing up to the beginning of the year, I feel like this year has been a year of adventure. And if you've listened to um, the previous podcasts, you've heard my husband and I selling our home, moving into a camper, moving into a rent house, and it's just been a lot. Um, but it has been good. It's been really hard, but it's been really good. And there, for a long time, we had been asking God, like, what is the purpose of this? Will you please, if you're not going to tell us the purpose, will you please show us, like, what are we going to do with this now? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I feel like we had uprooted and changed so many times that I was, I was starving for just some stability and some answers. And um, throughout this process, like just over the last couple of months, God has really shown up and given us those answers. And not only, not only answers, but blessings. And it's not just been one blessing. It's been blessing after blessing after blessing. And he has connected so many dots for us and for our family that is just unbelievably beautiful. And I can't wait to share that, you know, over the next couple of months. But this morning, my husband texted me and it was so spot on. And I'm so thankful for his wisdom. And I'm thankful that he listens and hears from God and, and takes it a step further to share it with me because he just reminded me, he said, I feel like God reminded me in my quiet time this morning that we don't need to worship the gift. We need to worship the giver. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that can be so hard because I was longing for, for home, for stability, for all of these answers. And God has given those to us. And I am so thankful. But I don't want to forget that, like, I don't want to worship these gifts he's mm -hmm. given us. I want to worship God. Because mm -hmm. if these gifts were to fall through, if these gifts were to be taken, that doesn't change who God is. Mm -hmm, and right. so learning to worship and thank Him and not the actual gift um, is what I've been trying to do all day today and want to continue yeah. doing. And um, it just kind of brings me back to the place that I need to be in. That's you know? so good. I so, love it. Yeah. We had, on an ending note, we had an amazing conference and we're just so thankful for what God did. Um, he did incredible things. And we're so thankful that we were just able to be a, a part of it. Mm -hmm. And we are thankful for all the volunteers, the speakers, all the women who came and helped us share. And we're looking forward to a, another year. Mm -hmm. We'll get back to our guests starting in October. So make sure you tune in October 1st um, and see who that guest is going to be. Oh,